0: Podcast today is Wednesday, September 23rd, and we are talking anything in everything sports today. How you doing, guys?
1: You know, I'm doing alright, Joe.
0: You know, I'm doing well too, Coop. Kyle, how you doing?
1: A Little busy, a little busy, but alright.
0: Hey Kyle, that's what I like to hear. Hey uh Brendan, how you doing? Brennan? Having a very bad day. I'm in normal. <laughs>
2: You know, it's been a rough one. Um, I had a bad weekend, and then I had hope on Monday night. I had a four-leg parlay, and it a was f- Chiefs. Four-leg parlay. Four-leg parlay. Yes.
0: Oh, I think you said four-leg. Like a new term you're keying. All right, go on.
2: No. Four-leg parlay. Chiefs money line. Niners money line. Buccaneers money line, and the last was Saints money line. Basically, just hit out twice as much and not only it, w- it wasn't even close to a bad beat it it was like i just knew i was losing the whole time i was just i was supposed to make back my money but instead i was just watching it go down the drain um that last field goal by the raiders for the midnight football game which we'll get into later i felt like that was john gruden just looking at me and flipping me off saying see a loser and I it's it's been a bad bad day and I I don't I think I I thought I knew something about football turns out I know nothing God help me because I know I'm still gonna bet this weekend I'm gonna lose even more money
0: you know Brennan I was uh I, I was I was there mon- Monday night with Brennan and it was it was a sight to see uh he was I do. I am not going to repeat the things that were coming out of his mouth because that was, oh man, he was not happy with the Saints' defense or offense, for that matter. Brendan, I got, got one 30. thing to say. One thing to going say. For you.
1: Go Raiders.
0: Go Raiders, baby. Go Raiders.
3: You know it's bad when Joe refrains from ripping Brendan. You know it's gotten to a whole another level.
0: Yeah, I I was like, I didn't really want to make fun of him because I was like, I am afraid he will just take his hand and put it directly in my face. He's that mad right now.
2: You know, I have a strange kind of colorblind strength, you know? Like, colorblind people can somehow just summon the strength. We have other different powers and uh, capabilities to us, but the whole community as a whole, um, it's just it's not good, especially when it comes to betting.
0: Yeah, it turns out that... uh... That seeing in the future is not one of your powers as a colorblind person.
2: I didn't appreciate that joke. (laughs) Let's go on to this damn game. All right, we'll get into
1: the game. The Raiders pulled this one out 34-24. Derek Carr was 28 for 38, 282 yards and three touchdowns. Drew Brees was 26 for 38 with 312 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Josh Jacobs ran for 88 yards. Darren Waller, 12 receptions, 103 yards, and a touchdown. The Raiders, man, did they look good.
2: Hey, you missed a stat. What did I miss? The Saints with 129 yards of penalty.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is tough for any team.
2: (sighs) It's just – you know, the Raiders look good. I'll give them that. But I'm still not sold on Derek Carr. Waller looked great. The only thing was he targeted him almost half the time. And that works. If it it keeps on working, why would you stray away from that? But you think the Saints would somehow get their corners or find someone to cover Waller.
3: They were putting him in single coverage all night too.
2: Yeah. I did not understand
3: that.
1: I'm going to be completely honest. I texted you guys in the group message two drives into the Raiders, and I said, I want Marcus because Derek Carr – was playing like dog shit. There was multiple times when there was wide open receivers down the field, and he just didn't throw it to him. And I was just getting real pissed off. And that was the regular Derek Carr that I'm used to seeing. And then he kind of turned it around,
0: and we won the football game. Mm-hmm. Kind of turned around. He, he, he really turned it around. He went into. He just tore that Saints D apart.
2: I didn't even think they looked that good. Oh, the Raiders did look good. I, w- I don't like want to take away from that fact, but. I don't know about you, but the Saints, it looks like they were just trying to hit stick the whole time. They weren't trying to wrap up. They just weren't playing smart defense.
1: I also think the Michael Thomas thing played
0: a huge factor. I think it did too. It changed their entire offense.
2: I I do and I don't because they didn't do that well. Breeze did not look hot, but maybe it's a confidence thing with him in. But
1: it's also the thing like when Michael Thomas is on the field, your number one corner goes against your number one receiver and mm-hmm. then your second-best receiver is going to be open a little bit more. But now your second-best receiver is getting covered, and your third-best receiver is going to be a little bit open more. And the third-best receiver is not good. Yeah. Saints.
3: Honestly, that game wasn't over until that Saints corner made that dumb mistake of holding his arm. Oh, that pass oh, yeah. interference Bro. was Like so
2: yeah.
1: also, And also the touchdown by Rashard. He was literally like – he was going out of bounds and then just cut it back and, like, no Saints players, like, attempted to tackle him.
0: Yeah, I, I really don't get how – in that situation – I understand. I'm not saying, like, this is – I don't get how you can ever do a pass interference. I'm not saying that. But in that situation where it's third and, I don't know, eight, you, they literally have to get a stop. He hooks his arm around him. It's like, bro, just let him – you're going to lose anyways. If the, You are going to lose if you hook your arm around him. You might as well let him see if he drops it. Don't even touch him. See if he drops it. Like, come on. They're
2: yeah, doing it the to favorite. draw that foul on that penalty.
0: Yeah, like I just don't get how you can be that stupid to just do that. Like, just let him, let him. Don't touch the man. All right, uh, now that now to get Brendan out of his hell, which was Monday night. Let's uh, let's move on from that. Let's go into our hotter than hot takes segment, and uh, we're gonna start off with Kyle. Kyle, what do you got? What's your hot take?
3: So my hot take is tigers new course will host a pga tournament in the next three years that course some of the pros played it today looks amazing did yeah, you guys was, see that
0: it was yeah, very the pictures beautiful from there were unbelievable
2: yeah i think it looks great it just depends on um what happens with COVID because i don't know if it can hold uh, a good amount of audience can they Where put, like, is saying, it's in
1: missouri it's in, it's in it's
2: missouri. missouri it's in the ozarks
0: who's going to missouri No
2: one. The course is beautiful.
0: If they make that like a staple tournament, that'd be pretty cool. Make a fifth major. Oh, yeah.
3: I mean, anything Tiger people are going to draw attention to. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's got a chance.
1: But the thing is, like, there's five courses at this place. And Tiger's like the newest member of like the architect world. And like there's like player has a course there. Jack has a course there, so like it's not just like Tiger's course there. There's other like famous ex players courses there. Yeah, it's Tiger now, but like why wouldn't they have done it before? But I don't know what the other courses look like, so
2: And how many more courses is Tiger gonna design before the time he retires? Even more. after he retires. More. A lot more. Does so, he have one in mean, to Florida is... too? Yeah, and then he's doing that short course at Pebble Beach.
1: Yeah. So like this is gonna be three in the last two years
2: yeah so i mean it's gonna be his first one like first of many great courses but um i would love for them to hold a some kind of championship or tourney here
0: imagine imagine so not in like pga um 2k like not not in that because that's kind of cheating but imagine actually having to design a golf course where you have to kind of be fair but also kind of screw some people over so you're like all right i'm gonna put this bunker here and no one's gonna like this like at all and then I'm going to put water on right on the other side of it and they're going to hit into that too like you just get to decide how much hell you want to put people through
3: yeah. I think if Brooks was designing a course he'd put a bunker exactly at like 320, 325 just so Bryson hits it in every single time <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: you, you would put, yeah, you'd put just a long bunker from 325 to 360 just so Bryson would have to lay up every single time
2: speaking about Duchambeau You know, we give him a lot of grief in this podcast, and, you know, I don't want to take credit away from him. He deserved that U.S. Open win. His method of bulking up and hitting the ball farther, it worked. But I still don't like the guy. He seems kind of cocky. Um, He talks about, oh, all these dimensions to golf. You sound like a damn nerd, all right? Especially with that damn hat he's wearing all the time. But I'll give credit when credit's due. To finish off the year, like before, I think, Christmas, there's five big tournaments going on. So we have – we just finished the U.S. Open. We have Shriners. It's pretty big. The CJ Cup at Shadow Creek. The Zozo Championship. Houston Open. And the Masters. Those are like the big ones. I think Bryson is going to come top three in two of those.
0: If I could see it. If Bryson – becomes top three in uh in the masters that's huge for him like he makes yeah. an, a huge name for himself
1: yeah
2: well he gets a lot of fedex points too
0: did isn't it already finished or is that for next year next year
1: really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how many but, FedEx points do you get for one in the u.s open
2: it's definitely amplified just because it isn't yeah it's a major you get more yeah but i'm not too sure
0: i could see that happening though i like it All right. So, so two lukewarm takes so far, um, and I am going to really step up. I'm gonna, like my hotter than hotter than hot take is going to be steamy. Here we go. So, out of the, so I'm excluding the AFC East because there's nothing really hot about that division. The Bills are going to take it. Out of the AFC West, AFC North, and AFC South, I'm saying only one out of the three: Chiefs, Ravens, Titans win their division. So I am saying two out of the three between the Chiefs, Ravens, and Titans don't win the division. And I think it's going to be the Titans and the Ravens. I think the Chiefs are going to beat, the, beat out the Raiders for the division. And I think the Steelers are going to take the AFC North, and the Jaguars are going to take the AFC South.
2: Yeah, that's a, just a flaming hot take because there's no <laughs> yeah, way Jeff. the Steelers are taking over the Ravens.
0: I think the Steelers have a better shot at the Ravens than the Jaguars do at the Titans.
2: No, the Ravens are no doubt after Sunday's performance with the Chiefs at the Chargers. Obviously, everything changes, but the Ravens are undoubtedly the best looking team right now.
0: No, I, I, so, but again, I, I gave, I gave myself some room for error. I didn't say all three of them. So if the Ravens prove that they are really the best team, then the Raiders are going to have to take over the Chiefs for my hot take to be true,
1: which can happen.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, you got, Ravens chiefs this week. So if the, uh, if the Ravens go ahead and win that then the Raiders are first in the division.
1: Yes, they are, baby.
0: Oh boy. See, I feel, yeah. I mean like the more, it's not impossible. This, the more I talk about this, the more it's like a very like cold take because of how definite it is. So I'm feeling pretty good with it.
2: Actually, if I were to like combat your take, I would say the chiefs and Ravens are hundred percent making it. And I think that the Titans will not make it. The Titans aren't making it. The Titans aren't making it. But,
0: I mean, and like, you know, hot who take. else is in that division? The Jaguars, I love them. But the Jaguars are, like, the Colts, Texans, really?
2: I like no, Colts and say... Texans.
0: All right, Coop, what do you got? All right, so that's
1: kind of hot. So <laughs> I'm going to have to step it up here. My hot take, hotter than hotter than hotter than hot, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you got it.
1: It's the Angels make the freaking playoffs, baby. Three and
0: back. <laughs> and you don't win the no, first you don't, series. You, just, you, Coop, Coop, Coop <laughs> just stop. Just you, like you, it was hot enough with just making the playoffs. Because let me just explain what needed to happen. Their magic number right now is three, with six games and five games to go for each team. Plenty. So you're telling me that the Blue Jays are going to lose out, and the Angels are going to win out, basically with a one-one game one room. One game, room for error. That's what I was yes. going for. That was a hard sentence to get. Yes, up.
1: yes.
2: So you're telling me that we're going to beat out the Padres and the Dodgers, who are pitching both May and Kershaw, and that the Blue Jays are going to lose to the Orioles. They're going to get swept by the Orioles. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Or the something something can happen with the Astros too, for where we have a chance too.
0: The Angels are three back of the Blue Jays and three and a half back of the Astros. So it is not looking pretty for that hot take, but hey, man, I'm. Dude, I hope it's a chance, right. bro. There if, is. What well, if
3: tie and there's a, a chance, playoff? Then they're gonna
0: off. win because they're freaking
2: red hot.
0: If the Angels make the playoffs, they got a shot at winning because they will be on absolute fuego. Who would we play? It would. I mean, if, take matter, if we take over the it would be the Rays. And if we take over the the Astros, it would be the A's. It would be the A's. Oh, we eh, could beat them. A's White Sox. They've been going back and forth. We could beat them. You know, in, in a, a three-game series, anything can happen. But, again, I don't think yeah. – like, I'm not even talking about what's going to happen in the playoffs yet because there's no way the Angels make the playoffs. And hey, I really whoa, them whoa,
1: whoa, 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 <laughs> Don't say no way, Joe. You also there said there's no way that the Raiders beat the Saints.
0: There is virtually no way that the Angels make the playoffs. So, well, But I hope you're right. Kyle, you got, you got any last opinions on that one before I move on?
3: No, it, I mean, I want it to happen, but Coop, we've watched this team all year long, and it looks like we're going to win a few games and then get that 10th or 11th pick, as we do every year. No, we're not, not
1: any,
0: We're going to get higher than that. It's going to, yeah, it's going to, it's literally going to be, what would that be? Like it'd be, 17.
1: Yeah, it'd be close to 20. So For, like we, sort of like right now, I we need to make the playoffs, because if we don't, not only we didn't make the Corona playoffs, we got we're one game out of the playoffs and then we're going to get a shitty pick. Like we
0: always do.
2: I can't wait to get that shitty pick. And then they end up going with some outfielder. Yeah. I know like, it's going to happen.
0: Come on. It's
3: going to be a center fielder. Yeah.
0: So I, I saw a rumor today that we'll, we'll make this quick. Cause I don't want to last too much on the angels, but I saw a rumor today that Epler's going to be fired after this year, the GM for the angels. And they're going to hire uh, Dombrowski who is known for just coming in, torching farm systems and making a win-now baseball team. So I, I'm i so over-losing that I hope they sell every – I hope they don't even have a minor league team after this year and just have a major league team.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. I just want to stop losing. Angels
1: are making playoffs. <laughs>
0: All right, Coop, I hope you're right. But uh, that is we'll, – we'll we'll see that one real quick. All right, Brendan, um, let's go to some NBA.
2: All right, Denver Nuggies beat the Lakers 114-106. to 106. LeBron had 30 with 10 rebounds, and AD had 27. Jokic had 10 rebounds with 22 points, and Murray had 28 with 12 assists. Denver goes 2-1 and one in the series. Um, I don't know who watched the game, but, man, I was getting a little scared of the spread there. At one point, I think the Nuggets were up by 20 to the Lakers. Um, it was pretty close in the first quarter. Second and third quarter, they were just annihilating the Lakers. wasn't even close. And then... With about ten minutes left in the fourth, the Lakers made like a twenty and two run, and they were one three point away from tying up the game. And I think Ad missed it. But at that point, I honestly thought the Lakers were going to win at that point, just because they had all the momentum. You can tell they were just absolutely gassed.
0: Kyle, I uh, from last week, your hotter than hot take was Denver and seven, and they're down one two, but. I like it. Honestly, I, I am – if the Lakers win this next game to put them down 3-1, the Lakers lose the series. Like, the the Nuggets are will, again, come back from a 3-1 series deficit. Like, so the Lakers, worst. they need to lose next game if they want to win the series.
3: All we needed to see was one game like this. Like, now we know they can hang with the Lake Show.
0: Well, I mean, in game two it was a um, buzzer beater three. So, I mean, they're right True. there. Like, other than game one, they're – I am so every series I'm surprised by the number. Well, I mean the Jazz. I was expecting him to take the Jazz, but the Clippers, I was expecting the Clippers to roll over him. And then I was expecting the Lakers to roll over him too. So I don't man, good for the Nuggets.
2: Well, look at the names compared to the Lakers. Like you're going up against 80, you're going up against LeBron, Rondo.
0: I mean, joke. it's just it's older names. Jokic and uh and Murray – Murray, they're pretty
2: good. they're pretty good. Yeah.
0: young. So, you haven't heard of him as much. You've heard LeBron for, I don't know, what, what is it, 17, 18 years? Mm-hmm. And AD's been established for a while. Rondo's a veteran. He's been in playoffs. So, yeah, it, like these guys are just young, but they're good.
2: But they're young, but they don't have that playoff experience. Like, they're gritty. You know, some people just kind of crumble. And you could tell this was a must-win game, obviously, but they didn't want to go down 3-0 because never – there hasn't been one team that's come back from three nothing. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean three is the only one that I can recall.
0: When Denver's done it twice, so feeling yeah. a three time. Uh, if Lakers if Lakers go up three one, I'm putting all the money I have in Denver and seven. So it, yeah, it's guaranteed. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go to some golf, Kyle. Give me some golf.
3: Well, we did get a sneak peek at Tiger's course, like we talked about earlier. But more importantly, we have the golf trip this weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. The boys' golf trip. So uh, a little background. We are going – We all four of us are going up to Palm Springs. We're going to – just a weekend trip. We are going to golf just a regular course on Saturday morning. And then Saturday afternoon, we're going to PGA West Stadium, a uh, stadium course, which is what they play on tour. And we are going to get absolutely – demolished like I'm I'm planning on coming away from that course with my hopes and dreams shattered about everything in life not just golf
2: well we're playing two courses in the day the first one's gonna be a little bit more difficult and then the second one we're playing at PGA West Stadium and then Joe and I did a little flyover of the course and watched a little vlog of you know some scrub and he was hitting great shots phenomenal and the course was so fucking hard they have a 30-foot bunker at one point Right next to the green. God,
0: oh yeah, boy. So I think it's hole sixteen or something. If you're left on the green side bunker, it is three times you at least. Three times you. So, well, good good thing I
1: don't hit it left. So that's good.
0: Yeah, I was. uh, I went to the driving range today. I was pulling everything. So that's not does not bode well for me. No, it does
2: not. I could see myself calling my mom after a shoot of seventy two, but it's going to be after nine.
0: Brendan, if if we don't include maxes, seventy-two after nine is a very generous score.
2: I'm down to not include maxes.
0: So I think like on our scorecard nope. we can include maxes, but I also but I also want a separate scorecard that we have to play everything out. I really want a separate scorecard. I like I that. Think, I think one of us, probably Brendan, it could easily <laughs> break 150, 160. <laughs>
1: No, we can't bring 150. Are you kidding me? You know how much strength I, that is?
0: I think you could do it. Well, we're about that's to find you, out. All right. That's going to be what we're going to do. We're in us too. So we're, we'll have two scorecards one where we take triple bogey's maxes because we're handicaps. And another where we just keep on. Like, if you going hit the water three times, that is a 12 on the scorecard. So have fun with that one.
2: Yeah. There's some courses, not some courses, some holes where it's like a par four. But it's about 240 to the fairway, and there's water before that.
1: Yeah, that's not fun.
2: Like, if you slice it, you're done. If you pull it a little bit, you're hitting a house.
1: I, How
2: many cases I of balls had... are you bringing?
1: Oh, I have, like, 45 balls in my bag ready. I already got – I bought a full case of balls today.
2: I'm going to Lake Forest. I am buying a large bucket, and I'm pouring it straight into my bag. <laughs> and that's just for the first course. For PGA West, I might just get two.
0: Yeah, but it's uh... – it's not going to be pretty for any of us, and you with your patent push slice, it's not going to bode well for you. I saw a lot of water on the right in the flyover.
1: <laughs> so the thing is, are we going to do like the full scorecard at the first course or the second course? Second, second
0: course. I mean, PJ West is a tough one, so. So, I
1: would like to place an over/under on Brendan's score. Okay. Oh, I like
3: it. I like it. And
1: get some get some numbers and betting involved. But we're not actually going to put money because that's. That's, that's sick to bet on your, your friend's game, even though Joe and Brendan did it to me two weeks ago. Yeah, you <laughs>
0: screwed
1: me over. Yeah, horrible. I think I'm going to say 133 is the Over.
0: Number. Over. Way over.
3: Way over. I don't Brendan, think so, guys. I love you, but, dude, this is going to kill all of us. I don't think any of us will be under 120.
2: Hey, the, I, I know I'm gonna play game. bad, but we played at Hidden Valley, which is a pretty difficult course, and I shot on a terrible day after terrible golf like a, a 113.
0: Hey Brennan, so for I don't know if you even remember this. You may have blocked out of your mind. Mm-hmm. So you shot a 113, right? I watched you take a triple bogey max on hole eighteen, and this is what you did from the T box. You went OB left, OB left, OB left. OB left, O B left, pick up. Okay, boys, I'll take a triple bogey. If that is on if we're playing our full scorecard, you are now hitting 12 from the T-box. You, Wait, you we're playing are playing a full scorecard?
2: Yeah. What? Oh, hammer the 133. Over.
0: <laughs> so should I raise
1: it then to like 143? I would say 143
0: is a pretty good number. Alright, so
1: I just did a quick quick math here. Brendan, to cover that to hit the like under. He would have to average a 7.94 on every <laughs> hole.
2: Okay. To... Par guys,
3: fours, that's, that's doable.
1: Dude, but that par fives, if you think about it, like a par three, he could probably get average bogey double. So, like, that's where he makes up the strokes, like, on those tees where he just goes right, 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 which we all know he's capable of. Even he knows it.
0: Wait, so here, here's a big question that I have. Because this is very important. If he goes OB off the tee box, do we make him take another from the tee box or do we let him drop?
1: See, that's the thing. I, I kind of like what I do is if he goes straight out right, like it never went in play and just went straight right, another from the tee box. But if he hits it down the middle of the fairway and it slices out, I think I say he drops where it goes out.
2: Okay. I think it's objective. Like, just because yeah. there's some holes where it's like very difficult like if there's water i could be there all day but then there's others if it's like a straight fairway i should be able to hit that
1: yeah but if there's water and if there's a skinny fairway not all of us are going to hit
0: that
2: (laughs) i i think the rule should be
0: if if you think you may be playable like or or if you hit land before water boom go take your distance but if you think you may be playable, it's like, ah, I may be playable. Just go up there, and if you don't find it, take a drop. But if we're all like, wow, that is way over That OB, is gone. You, you have to take <laughs> another from the T-box.
2: So you're saying I don't have a max? No, for none of us do. You, for none your scorecard, you do,
0: but for oh. us, no. We'll get the logistics figured out. But for now, let's say the over is over-under is at 140. So let us know your picks. Brett Brett on PGA Stadium West, no maxes. Will Brendan Peterson shoot above or below a 140? For me personally, hammer the over. Way over.
1: I'm saying under.
2: I know you're capable you. of, Brendan. Thank you.
0: Or you can bogey.
2: Joe, I was hammering my driver at the range yesterday.
0: You were. You were looking good. So, I, hey, I, for my sake, I hope you don't hit the over. I really do. I'm rooting for you.
2: I'll see.
3: I think – it's going to depend on the logistics. If he if he has to hit from the tee box again, no chance. But if he if we give him the distance, I think he's got it. <laughs> well, you know I what? It- we should get a little live stream going at at hole nine and see how he's doing.
0: Yeah, we we yeah. will. We'll post on the Instagram or something. We'll figure it out. We can't. We can't. Hope- we can't take a video while he's hitting his driver
1: because whenever you take a video, it does not go well. He's he's attempted to punch me in the face a few times when I'm taking the video. I was very scared, so I, I never do it anymore.
2: I hope you know if I don't break 143, I am going to bet a stupid amount of money on Sunday. Stupid. <laughs> so now I'm now, gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ask for like more money in order to bet. Like I'm gonna break see, the allowance. See now I'm taking the over because I want that to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we will see if Freddie hits the over. It's going to be a fun one. All right, let's get into some baseball. Today, it's coming down to the wire. We got like five or six games left. Just got the weekend. All right, here we go. Nationals-Phillies. They had two games today, and the Nationals took both of them from the Phillies. God, the Phillies just – like those – you need to take those two games. The Phillies are now out of a playoff spot because they lost two to the Nationals. What? Like how do you do that? They don't deserve it. White Sox-Indians. Indians Indians 5-3. Indians are now in the seventh seed. They're ruining my hotter than, hotter than, hotter than hot take last week, which was the eight seeds going to win the World Series. I was really counting on the Indians to hold the eight seed. And now the Blue Jays are a dumpster, dumpster fire, and the Indians are hot as hell. So now the Blue Jays are going to be the eighth seed, and they are not going to win anything. So Or the Angels. If the Angels are the eighth seed, they are also not going to win anything. So I just still don't feel Hey, pretty. watch it. All right, so we got uh, – we have Yankees, Blue Jays, Yankees twelve to one. Blue Jays better be careful. Angels coming in hot. Uh, Garrett Cole looks great again. He's he's in postseason form. We'll see how he does. Uh, Brewers, Reds, Brewers three to two. Both these teams are the seven and eight seed right now. So this is a big win for the Brewers and a bad loss for the Reds. But hey, they got I guess a game of room, so they better be careful. Marlins, Braves, Marlins or Braves eleven to one in this one. Marlins are really lucky about the Phillies losing because the Phillies are basically gifting them a playoff spot, and the Marlins are just taking it. Good for them. Hey, good for them. I'm happy for them. Um, the Braves clinched the AL East for the third straight year. And next we have Astros Mariners. Astros 6-1. to one. Astros needed this one. They've pretty much solidified the two seed in the AL West, and I say pretty much just to appease Cooper. But it is very – like statistics show that it is going to happen. But you never know um Rangers, Diamondbacks, D-backs, seven to zero. I have no clue why that was not in my nobody cares because nothing changed games because that is about as nobody cares as it gets right there. Angels, Padres, Angels, four to two. Angels stay alive. We'll see what they do. A's, Dodgers, Dodgers, seven to two in this one. A's are really smart because they were in the two seed before this game. And let, let me just explain this real quick. So the two seed is going to have to play the Indians in the playoffs because the Indians are going to be the seven seed and the three seed is going to have to play the Astros and the Astros are pretty bad right now. So like I would much rather be the three seed than the two seed. So I think the A should try and lose the next five games on purpose, just personally. But so they started that there, they're the three seed now. Um, and then Rockies giants, giants five to two in that one giants are in the hunt as well. All right, and then to wrap it up with our nobody cares because nothing changed. Games: Cubs, Pirates, Pirates three to two; Rays, Mets, Mets five to two; Orioles, Red Sox, Red Sox eight to three; Tigers, Twins, Twins five to four; Cardinals, Royals, Cardinals five to zero. All right, you let's uh, and then for now, I mean, like it's tough to talk about because I talked about the playoff race last time, and nothing really has changed because everyone's still in the hunt. They're all still a game apart. So this is going to be the type of thing where. You know, no one knows what's going to happen until two days before the end of the playoffs, and it's it's going to be fun to watch. I'd say this weekend is gonna be it's gonna be full of uh, football, of course, but baseball is hot this weekend. It's gonna be fun to watch. The only thing that's to, changed is that up, the Coop?
1: Angels are coming.
0: They are. A, I I mean I don't even want to say it. I mean I they statist, they statistically stand a chance. You are correct, but is that chance any good?
1: No. no. no.
0: So so, but. I am hoping just as much as the rest of the Angels fans because that would make my life. But, you know, I'm not getting my hopes up because they just destroy them year after year. All right, let's go ahead and do uh, some preview of Thursday Night Football.
1: All right, so Thursday Night Football, we got the Dolphins, Jaguars. We got a battle of um, some two pretty bad teams, but, you know, Minshew Mania is coming. We got a three-point spread in favor of the Jaguars. Joe,
0: let's start us off. Who do you got? So I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins, and here's why: the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars are the exact same football team. So this is what's going to happen: the they're gonna the, the Dolphins are going to be up by a touchdown. When and then the Minshew's going to lead a two-minute drill right down the field. He's going to score. The Jaguars are going to go for two. Minshew's going to throw off his back foot while falling out of bounds. Somehow complete a pass in the back of the end zone to win by one point. There you go. Uh, so uh, Miami's going to lose, but cover.
2: I will be joining Joe Welch with this one. I'm going to go with Miami, and here's why. These are two bad teams, and they both kept it pretty close, but I just think Miami has played two better teams. And, you know, Fitz Magic always has those games where he goes off for like three or four touchdowns, and I think against this Jaguars defense, he will easily do so. It's going to be a close one no matter what, but I'm feeling Miami on this one. They're going to get their first one of the season.
3: I've been going back and forth, but think of who they played last week. Miami played the Bills, and it was not good, right?
1: They, won, and they, then, lost, they, won by, they lost by three points.
3: Yeah, and the Bills did not play well. And now the Jaguars lose to the Titans. Titans are a much better team than the Bills, I feel like.
0: Whoa, That's a no, hot take. That's a burning hot whoa, whoa, whoa. take. Kyle, where was that in the hotter than hot?
2: What? <laughs> Kyle, okay. what are you talking about?
1: You are.
3: I'm going so off of last stupid. year. Kyle, I'm going off of last, last year. Is last year. The, past. the Titans are a horrible football team. I know. I'm going from last year with a small that. sample of this year.
0: Kyle, Use what? A small sample. Josh <laughs> Allen is thrown for 300 yards and 400 yards. What else do you want to see How?
2: Kyle? Put down the weed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All I know is that Jacksonville's winning this game like more than three.
1: <laughs> Damn it. I wanted a lone wolf this one. Fuck you, Kyle. I'm going the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're 2-0 against the spread. They got freaking Gardner Minshew, and they're coming out hot with a 15-point dub.
0: Kyle, that could have been the stupidest comment I've ever heard in my entire life. Definitely the stupidest set on this show so far. And it will be topped. I'm not saying you're going to hold that mantle forever, but that was incredibly dumb. Incredibly dumb.
3: All I know is the Titans, they're going to pull it out. They're going to figure out a way to make the playoffs.
1: Shut up. All right, Joe. Speaking of stupid comments, did you hear the Chargers head coach?
0: I did, Cooper. I I did.
1: What is this man doing to my boy?
0: So, so just explain it for the people who didn't hear it.
1: What's this guy's name, Lynn? What's his first Anthony name? Anthony Lynn. Anthony frickin' Lynn. Tyrod Taylor goes out last week, and Justin Herbert starts. They contended with the, ch- the Chiefs. They contended. They ever had a chance to win. Justin took them to OT. Played way better than Tyrod did against the Bengals. And this man said, there's a reason he's the freaking backup. Are you kidding me? This man gave you a chance against the Chiefs, and now you're going to bench him in week two? By the way, he said that if Tyrod's healthy, is starting. And Tyrod is healthy, so now he's starting on Sunday over Justin, who just gave him a chance against the Chiefs. And, Brendan, what was that stat you said today? That Tyrod Taylor has started 47 games in the National Football League and has not thrown over 300 yards one time.
2: No, no, no. He's had one game.
1: Justin Herbert has started one game in the NFL and has thrown for 313
0: yards.
2: Against the Chiefs.
1: <laughs> Against the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, so here's here's what I think. I think no one person can be that dumb, so I think they're trying to mislead the uh, – who are they playing this week? Carolina. Yeah, I think they're trying to mislead Carolina into preparing for Tyrod, and they're going to start Justin because if they don't start Justin Herbert – there is a whole separate issue with the Chargers organization. That you know, if they Kyle don't start Justin Herbert, he hates.
1: If they don't start Justin Herbert, my hotter than hot take last week that the Chargers won't win, what was it, five games with Tyrod is gonna come true, because that yeah. just proved to you last week how bad Tyrod is.
0: Well, I mean, if they lose, but here's the thing: if they lose next week with Tyrod, there is no way in the world, in the world, that Anthony Lynn is gonna bring out Tyrod another game. He will get fired immediately if he does that.
2: Do you know how much backlash is going to be from Bull Gang? There already is because he said that comment.
0: Yeah.
3: Do you think the GM would just
0: fire the coach at that point? If, Probably. If you're that dumb, like, yeah.
1: The worst thing about it was he said in the interview, he said we didn't get things done with Justin against the Chiefs. And I was like, I was seeing him. I'm like, what did you get done against the Bengals with Tyrod? And you played <laughs> yeah. a horrible football team. like. You compare the two games, like, what did you get more from Tyra than you did from Justin? Because it wasn't the passing. It wasn't the running. And what did Tyra throw a pick? Because I'm pretty sure he did. Or no, maybe he didn't. So there's the one thing. That's the one thing. You can get one turnover.
3: And if If he didn't throw that pick, they would have won. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: If he does do this, though, I I really do think it's a ploy. Because if he's saying these comments, it's just so out there that – if he actually believes it's true, I think he got hit way too many times in the head. That is not even logical in any standpoint, especially with our boy Her- Herbert. He had a great start yeah it's <sighs> tough tough to it's, just, it's tough to be a chargers fan, like you have these unlucky games with Phil for the past what like five or ten years, and then all of a sudden you have this new rookie looks promising, almost beat Super Bowl champions. And then he's like, "Oh, we're gonna go back to Tyrod Taylor, who's a nice guy, but he sucks. He will forever be a backup QB."
1: But the thing, the funny thing is, on like ESPN and all that stuff, they're saying like after Justin started, will ever will Tyrod Taylor ever start another football game ever? And like now he's starting this week, the what next the week. Ball.
0: Yeah, so it's a uh, it's gonna be a fun one to watch. I hope I see Justin out in the field for Cooper's sanity. Um, yes. On Sunday, so we're looking forward to it. We're also looking forward to uh, playoff, playoff basketball, playoff hockey, um, baseball coming to a close. Playoff soon—that's going to be fun. We got golf, and eh, not really nothing until the Masters. A little bit, a few tournaments, but our personal golf—we're looking forward to seeing if Brendan shoots over 140. I'm hammering the over, and of course, we got football coming up. So, thank you for joining us here on Wednesday, September 23rd. We will be back on the 25th, which is a Friday man i remember my days right there so please tune in and we'll talk to you then have a good rest of your day later boys wait for me later
2: 140
0: 140
2: put money on it why not